You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association with the Fresh Take Network. Welcome with the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? With the crown prince of charisma and the futurist, Martin. And I'm here to announce this time I'm retiring for good. For good. Are you sure? Uh, You know what? I'm coming back. Okay. You're just trying to ruin Black History Month like Tom Brady? (laughs) <laughs> and the one and the only the senator no nah, that was a that was a good one right there that was a good one i can't even lie to you and myself joshua adam william arbuthnot and you are listening to your wrestling podcast and it has been quite the week in professional wrestling we just came off a pretty fun aw show but i uh, do not think we'll be talking about AEW. I have nothing to really say about AEW. So, Martin and Joel, if you guys want anything to say about AEW, I'm going to give you guys two minutes to discuss what you want because this is pretty much all WWE today. Yeah, it really is a WWE-heavy show. Even I'm more in WWE mode than AEW mode. I've only seen half a Dynamite for yeah. tonight. So, okay. I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, hey, it was a good hour. But, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like it, it didn't feel important like what's happening in wwe feels important right now okay yeah so let's uh joel you have anything to say quick before we move on yeah no it it, it was a it was a solid dynamite but i think the focus point is definitely squarely on wwe which is very rare for me so this is this is new territory all right well let's go to what everyone wants to talk about i'm not even going to make a joke insert joke here the number one thing is tomorrow uh well, two days from now we'll be smackdown Sammy will be on there. And the big question, and I'll start with you, Senator, since we didn't have you for the Rumble preview last week. The idea seems to be that it's going to be Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber, and then it's going to be the Usos versus KO and Sammy, that Jay will screw Sammy in Montreal because they love their Montreal screw job so damn much. What do you see happening? What did you think about the angle? I'll let you go first. Um. All right, so... I'll be completely honest. This might be the greatest album, the greatest uh, angle that they've done in the past 10, mm-hmm. 15 years. It's, yeah. it's really taking a while for, for me to really think of one that emotionally captures as many people as this one has. Um, the downside to it is that it's having like the, it's kind of like a reverse Daniel Bryan run when the crowd like made sure that he was in the main event where they had to like alter the plans because they really didn't want Daniel Bryan to be the main event of WrestleMania and the fans were just not having it. I have to give a lot of credit to Jay. I think Jay has been, everyone has been praising Sammy for what Sammy's been doing, but Jay is the one that to me has been carrying this entire entire Mm -hmm. angle like 
from not wanting Sammy into the bloodline to then finally accepting him, his face at Royal Rumble, like all of all of that, Jay to me has been the main event for all of this, and I'm glad that he's stepping into that. They're definitely going to do one where they screw Sammy at um, Elimination Chamber because, and that's going to bring even more heat to Roman. You need to have a bigger heat for him and Cody. So it's just, uh, yeah, the ultimate thing is that Sammy and KO needs to win the belt to beat Uso, beat the Usos at WrestleMania if that's the direction that they're actually really going to go into. Fun. Well, uh, you know, I, I just came up with this because uh, Senator said that Jey Uso was main event. How about main event Jey Uso? I just invented that. Oh, good job. <laughs> it's never been heard before. Uh, you know, I, I got a creative side. The pacifist. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I mean, Jay has been great. It, I, I actually think that this is, like, everybody's been great. I, I thought everybody's performance in that post-match angle, everybody was perfect. Just a perfect performance all around. I think you mentioned, Senator, that this is the best angle in 10, 15 years. I think this is the best angle since 1997, Canada-USA angle with Bret Hart. Uh, I think this is the best, like, like, I look back on the, you know, the great feud that was Austin McMahon was the great feud, but it wasn't like, I mean, okay, it was a great idea. You beat up your boss. You know, everybody wants to see that. Everybody would like to do that and can live through you. But as far as like the angles, I mean, it was just messy in a lot of ways in its execution, but the, the personalities were so big and so over that it carried it to being such a hot feud. 1997 with the Canada USA thing was really smart and well executed. This is the best thing since then, I think. I, I can't think of anything that has captured me. Like the Daniel Bryan thing again is 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 less. I mean, they wanted him to face Sheamus at Mania. There was no real program there. It was an organic feeling from the crowd that they could not ignore. Uh, this is actually storytelling. Yeah. Beginning to end, this is storytelling and it's fantastic. It's the best thing. Like, I, I, I mean, I can't wait for Friday. I watched all of Monday. I mean, and there's problems. There was problems with the Rumble, but I don't want to focus on it because this is so good that it's all I really care about. And, it, you know, it has me excited for WWE like I haven't been in a long, long time. Joel? I... This is this is incredible. This is that the pop that Sammy got from that chair shot was just downright like it causes goosebumps. I've watched that clip a couple times already now continuously. It's just and just to hear the sound from that crowd, just the the rise of the chair when he hits him and just everything with everyone involved in that that moment was perfect. I that said there was I do think they probably could have tightened it up a little bit with the angle but that's being nitpicky I think overall it it delivered and it, it's delivered in a way that I'm like this this is getting a lot of praise and rightfully so and we're looking at it as one of the best angles that has been done but I think for me 
the next step is how, you're at the middle of the story. How are you paying it off at the end? And it sounds like it's going to be the tag titles. How are you going to make this the most impactful moment that you can with the position on the card, Cody Rhodes eventually building up with Roman? How does how does Jay work moving forward with Jimmy Uso? Because you saw it like Jimmy was all over Sammy. The minute he could hit him, he was all for it. And you could see uh, Jey Uso walking away was a brilliant choice. It was, it was incredible because it adds to the Jimmy Uso character of the one that had to say, I quit because Jimmy was trapped in the guillotine in Hell in a Cell, what, two years ago? It feels it feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, you, you've done a great job and the angle, the pop, it's just incredible. It is it definitely like the Brian thing was forced on them. This has this was a lot of angles. Sometimes you kind of just luck into things. I do think to a degree they lucked into this pairing and it worked perfectly. And if you go through wrestling history, a lot of times there are things that just simply get lucked into and you're like, oh, well, this really works. Let's keep running with it. And kudos to them for continuously running with Sammy because they could easily cool Sammy off at many different points or had the turn happen sooner and just kind of killed off everything. But you built to it. The crowd re responded accordingly. It was great. Now you've got to finish the story. And I'm very curious. I'm going to be watching closely and seeing how they carry on the story and how they wrap it up. Morton mentioned uh, 97 for the greatest storylines ever. And I had a few in the top of my mind, but they're always just not. And that's the thing with this one. Like, can it stick the full landing? And I think it's been pretty damn close because of how long it's gone. But, you know, you brought up Vince and Austin. That's definitely on there for the storytelling. Um, go to the pipe bomb. Obviously we had six weeks there when it was unbelievable. And then it just, just wobbled out of a bar fell flat into its face pedigree one apart. two three pedigree one two three yeah it just it, it didn't work out that way uh unfortunately i think of the more recent one of mjf and punk which we didn't get to see where the the end of that story was gonna go because we because of everything that happened backstage but that had a chance to be on that level of where we were going with it with the storytelling that we were getting from mjf and punk i look at jericho and ko same kind of thing as I just talked about with the pipe bomb. It had that build. It was strong. Joel and I were in Toronto when it looked like they were going to turn on each other. And then they turned and said, you know whose fault this is? And then they say Roman Reigns. And that pop, I will never forget that. Even Joel and I got to experience that in Toronto. It was a different level. And Jericho and KO were so over. And they built that up. And they built it up to the Festival of Friendship. And then fell on the ball. Joel, you think you're going to say something? Uh, well, like you, you're absolutely right. Like that was, that's one of my favorite live moments for wrestling was that, uh, what was Jericho's talk show? Oh, what was it? Reel. Highlight reel. It was, it was great to see a highlight reel live and then to just have that moment. And when they say Roman Reigns, it like the, the arena lost their mind and KO and, uh, Jericho were over that whole weekend we were there you saw a bunch of ko and jericho merch i have a jericho shirt from that night like it it just it was incredible 
And then Goldberg had to go on a main event for WrestleMania. And yeah, but the, you even look at it like the Festival of Friendship and that moment where Jericho's like, why is my name on here? And just, it's such a great moment. And you can hear it from the crowd. And it's just such an organic, like the crowd is that naturally- That was probably the last big angle, like like this Jey Uso one that made the crowd feel like that. And then the sub, uh, what happened from there made Jericho leave WWE, more or less. Whenever well, you hear him talking about an interview, is that's why it made him leave WWE. So they still have to stick the landing. They haven't, they, the storytelling has been great. They still got to stick the landing. Like with Jericho and KO, so close and then at the end second match didn't matter vince hated the match jericho was done and the rest is history i i so here's one of the issues with it as a wrestling fan when you to me personally i can't speak for anybody else but for me it is what is considered sticking the landing right because everybody has high expectations of they build up an expectation of what they think it's supposed to be at this point. But this was only supposed to be a one-month program. Yeah, of course. Right? This is a one-month program that ended up with a insane payoff at, at Royal Rumble. And then you're trying to build towards WrestleMania from something that was not even supposed to be close to this. Not even close to this. So, like, I think a lot of times, and that's where disappointment comes in. Because I know for the the Jericho and KO, I was disappointed by that, but they weren't even supposed to last that long, right? So when they when the when they ended up becoming so over and then whatever, there was ideas pitch. Obviously, it was a different person in charge of creative, and he is just I like what I like, and I like Goldberg. Mm-hmm. So it's um so it kind of reduces the payoff for us but like i think when we were looking at programs like this it's when we get invested our expectations of what a payoff is so much higher and i don't know if we're even i don't know if it will match it because even if they do win just came on Sammy winning the titles at Mania and having that moment of friends, I think is the payoff, which I think, I think we'd all be fine with. Yes. But then we always have that one issue after where it is, that was the payoff KO and Sammy, whatever. And then if KO and Sammy are still the, uh, win the tag title and they lose it in a horrible way or a Kofi fashion. Way, yeah. Right. Yeah. Then it, we look back and we're like the whole yeah, it was good until here, but the payoff was when they lost the belt. At the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for us, we might be, like, a little bit more reasonable wrestling fans where we're like, the payoff is what happens at WrestleMania. But then you have yeah. others that it's like, the payoff is now that they won the belt, the payoff is when they lose the belt, what happens? Well, you could you know, like it's just a, that, That's a good point, because you could realistically say that the height of the pipe bomb was winning that money in the bank. That was That was the peak of it. That's that's all that it needed to be. So if you just look at him going from there to money in the bank, they succeeded. They did what they wanted to do, had to drop money in the bank. Punk and Cena had a five-star match. You had the wrestling world talking. What they did afterwards didn't really work out as well, but everything up to there connected and worked. And I look they at had that for so friendship. much potential. They that's did. The story. You know? They do. And I was saying, but for me, my payoff for the Jericho uh, KO was the 
festival of friendship. It wasn't mm-hmm. the WrestleMania match. It was what happens when the breakup happens, right? right? So like, I was I was always a I was a fan of the whole thing. I didn't really care what happened after. I was like, this is the, what you're building up. I think the match placement is what hurt it the most. I think if it was oh, yeah. like near more the end, I think when you put it to the second uh, to the start of the show, that's I think what hurt it for a lot of people because it showed that they didn't have the backing for what was the best storyline mm-hmm. in their company that year. And then as a fan, you react to like, well, how am I supposed to react to this year of storytelling when they don't even care about how what this year of storytelling was and this the, how everything hype was? You just put this second to the card, which is the dead spot. If you put them at the start of the, the card, at least you can be like, hey, okay, cool. They did this mm-hmm. and did this. This is starting the show off to get you hot. You put second to the card. That tells me as a fan, hey, we don't really give a shit about this. We're just putting it on because we're putting it on. So I think that's there, but you do bring a good point. It is hard to know what sticks to landing. As far as what this has done, it's done everything the right way. And I don't know what the payoff really needs to be. Maybe it's just KO and Sammy winning. Maybe it's KO coming down and helping Sammy in Montreal and them giving each other a big hug in front of all those Montreal fans and that crowd going nuts. We know Montreal is one of the loudest crowds ever. So maybe that moment will be the moment that happened. I don't know what the payoff with that is going to satisfy everyone will be. But I guess just coming back and not trying to be so negative on it before I throw to Martin is everything about this has been absolutely sensational. Well, I mean, one of the things that we're talking about when we're talking about all these angles is the length of time that has been, you know, to- the, these Sean and Jericho is another one like that, right? Sean and Jericho was only supposed yeah. to be two weeks. Yeah, and it went on for a long time. That was a fantastic angle. That's actually. probably the last best. That's that, actually probably the last best angle, to be honest. It's Sean and Jim. That might be the last. You know what? That might be. I think that. Yeah, I said ninety-seven, but well, he I punched. Mean, Mike I look Sean's at all these wife, angles. I I fell yeah, on my that, You know, I mean, he he, he got her good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a legit punch. It was a shoot punch. Yeah, he got her good, man. Um, you know, I mean, Sting and the Rasters went on for a year, and that worked as well, right? But then like, the Starcast, the Starcade, and it fell flat in its ass. Well, be, for you know, there might there might be one guy to blame there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it did always like a shitty. I mean, the WCW stuff, like NWO, then it fell flat, but banger. You mentioned Sting. How long it was bangering and Goldberg, but all the, like the NWO just kind of fizzles out. But the Goldberg and Sting endings for how those ended, just yeah, dreadful. Bad. Yeah. But the thing is, all of them are long-term angles. I mean, it yeah. really shows the it shows the the power of a long-term angle. Um, you mean you you were talking about the MJF and and Punk? To me, it's the MJF and Wardlow. How great that angle is! How over it got Wardlow. Then the match sucks. How well. It, it had its issues, yeah. But it was what it needed to be. Wardlow squashing him is what it needed to yeah. be. You know, I mean, it, that was it. I mean, was it a five-star match? You know, and there was all this stuff behind the scenes with, with MJF. Point being, though, that that, again, took place for a couple of years. They built that up, you know? Uh, and I think of that as probably the best angle that they've done because they, they spent so much time on it. And so, I mean, patience is an important thing. Now, one of the things that I look at with this angle is they perfectly set up a six-man match, haven't they? Yeah. You know, Sokoa and Jimmy and, and Reigns versus Stane, Owens, and Jay. And 
if they don't do that and that's not where the screw job happens, I'll be kind of surprised. Um, I still think you need Sammy to win the belt mm -hmm. from Reigns or just to beat Reigns one-on-one. It doesn't actually even need to be for the belt. Uh, it needs to be, but I think he needs that one. And again, I keep going back to SummerSlam and it's like, if it doesn't happen, well then I don't, I don't see it. Cause I, I see the, the long-term, like, I, I wonder if the plan now is Cody's that, not oh, getting the belt. He's not going to be a transitional. I think he is. I think Cody's you winning think so? and he's, I think Cody's winning and Walter's going to beat honky tonks record by SummerSlam. And we're going to have Walter versus Cody at SummerSlam. That's what I think. But Joel. So I, as much as I'd love Gunther. to sit here and say, I need, Gunther. I need Sammy to win that world title. I've made peace that he's not going to. Same. And one of the main reasons is they have to do the Saudi shows and they can't have their world champion being Sami Zayn and having to go to these Saudi shows because he can't go. And the question is going to be, why isn't your world champion? What, what, what's going on here? So for me, once come back I, to the fact that they're technically two world champions, they just see it unified it for now, but technically there's two. So does that matter? Oh I think, yeah, I think they, I think they cleared themselves on that because originally I kind of was thinking like, and sorry, Joel, I didn't even see that you were about to talk. My my apologies. Oh no worries. Um, uh, but one of the things that they made mention, if you for Cody's uh speech on Monday, was that he's going for the undisputed WWE Universal World Champion, which is what they're calling. Both, both belts, belts at this point yeah. and i think they did for royal rumble the smart thing that they did in the pre-show was to say that for roman reigns to say sammy you're with me you're gonna be back here with me the whole night because then mm -hmm. that expectation of sammy being in the rumble it gets taken out like i think yeah. they're they've done everything that they can to to make sure you know that sammy's not gonna be going for the belt like not gonna win the belt and they're just putting all those small pieces in there because they know that if they didn't do an angle to keep Sammy out of the rumble, that the crowd was going to start wanting Sammy to come in. And if Cody was coming in 30, they might have been excited, but they're still going to be disappointed because Sammy was nowhere in the rumble. I mean, I think they're booing Cody before the end of the year again. I see uh, that. I, 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 especially if Sammy doesn't get his flowers. I think they're they're going to be booing him and and uh, going with code or going with Sammy in in that way. This is this is where it kind of go. I kind of go back to what Senator said, like with with angles and wrestling's really specific. You can kind of pick and choose where your stopgap is for an angle. You can pick the money in the bank for Punk and Cena and be like, that was the pinnacle. That's the end of the story. That's it. But there's also the other side that there are some fans that are going to look at a broader scale and be like, look at things in a broader way and go, well, what happened after that? Really, it really kind of lowers the value of this story because you weren't able to execute it moving along. So with, with the Sammy thing, I've made my peace with him not being a world champion, which I think it's, it's really hard. It's really frustrating because I do think this is the time to pull the trigger because this is basically your Mick Foley. This is our generation's Mick Foley. 
that you have there that you can have. Like, I still go back and watch that clip of Foley winning the title. Like, Austin hitting him, hitting Rock with the chair, putting Mick on, the one, two, three, the crowd explodes. And it's it was a big moment during that Monday Night War. This is your chance to have that moment again, but at WrestleMania. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, this is, you've missed the boat slight you potentially are missing the boat on that but potentially these tag titles could be a great moment so really it, it and it goes back again to being subjective it really is going to depend for each wrestling fan if this was a satisfactory ending and for me i have to see it to decide if i liked it i have to be it's it's like watching a movie you have to be able to see all three acts and be like i enjoyed this movie but it falls apart here. Like Wonder Woman, for example. I see your finger up, Josh. I'm going to make my last point and then, <laughs> then I'll let you go. Uh, it's like the first two acts of Wonder Woman are great, but that third act falls apart. Like uh, that falls apart. Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman 1984? The yeah, first I was about Wonder to ask you. Woman. Yeah, the first one. Ah, the first one I think is fantastic all the way, man. I, I, think, I, think, I think the third act just falls third apart. Third rough. Third act's a And rough. that's... And that hurts that movie for me. So for me, as a wrestling fan, you got to go along with every beat. And if the ending doesn't work for me, then it kind of will take the the storyline as a whole down a few pegs. Not saying that it it totally negates what they did at the Rumble, but it does take it down a little bit. I'm done talking now, Josh. All, all I'll say is, if you look at the pattern, where we we've had WrestleManias, right? WrestleMania ten is Brett, twenty is Benoit, thirty is Brian, that forty is next year. That seems to be the WrestleMania where the workhorse or the baby fate uh, baby face favorite gets their flowers that hasn't gotten their belt, right? Uh, and I know Brett had it, but that was kind of Brett's moment at WrestleMania ten to kind of show that he's the guy. Um, we can't rule out the fact that you know. Cody wins this belt and maybe uh, Gunther uh, is the one that dethrones him or maybe Roman comes back and beats him. And then we go back to this next year in Philly after they've had the Tate titles for a little bit. And just because it's not going to be done this year at WrestleMania doesn't mean it's not done yet. Sammy's under this contract for a multi-year deal. I would expect if Roman loses to Cody at Mania, and I don't know where everyone is on that. I think Cody's going to win. Uh, at, at Mania, I don't know yet. If, if he doesn't, I don't know where what the direction is for this company uh, going forward with, with Roman. Uh, but I would expect Cody would win and Roman would go away for a while before maybe coming back at a SummerSlam or whatnot with the limited schedule that he's been showcasing off. But there is still time for Sammy to come and get the title just with how they have everything planned out right now. I don't know if that's going to happen. And my final point before I go back to you, Senator, really quick is I, I will say the one best thing about this Mania build right now is it is all homegrown talent for the most part, right? It's all people that are on the roster in, in, in that way, right? There is maybe a Cena versus Austin Theory match, but other than that, and even the Rumble, I think the cool thing about the Rumble Warriors, I was a little bit disappointed you didn't get the Legends either one, but this mania is completely built up of in-roster talent, which is something we had not seen under the Vince McMahon realm for the last decade. So it's exciting. We're talking, we're not talking about, oh, and then, uh, this legend will come back and this legend will come back to face this this current roster member. Like we're talking about talent that's in-house. So that's really exciting to have that abil- ability right now. This is this is really the like, and this is what we wanted 
every wrestling fan wanted when Hunter over was the shift from relying on the Brock's, Goldberg's, Rock's, Austin's, blah, 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 and focusing on the talent that you do have. So for making this transition at 39 makes me excited for the future of WWE because Denver? it means there's growth. Um, so I'm excited to see where the build goes at this point. Um, one of the so talking about the angle from from Saturday, I think I also want to give like credit to the announced team for not talking throughout the the whole. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve of AW announcers is like he's gonna do this and he's gonna like shut the fuck up. I think I think when you like even though the crowd was so loud, so it was kind of hard to hear everything that was being said. When you when you were when you got the chance whether you went back and you watched it so you can catch everything you needed to hear what was actually going on from them and not the announcers like jimmy turning to jay saying is this your brother because i'm your brother like that like those moments there and if you remember jimmy was the one that was the biggest fan of sammy Mm -hmm. in the beginning so that was a shift that happened uh when roman reigns was when Roman Reigns was hitting Sammy with the chair before he hit him with the chairs shots, he was like, uh, you broke up my family. Cause Jay walked away. Like these are just like the small, Which small you Roman parts. said to solo. No. What did he say to the solo? We've drawn lines. Now we go to war. If you're out, you're out. Oh, at the very, at the very, at the end, very at the end, very yeah. end. Yeah. And then Jay posted on his Instagram that he's out of the bloodline. Mm-hmm. He's done with I mean, for all we know, like, by the way, fellas, this could be Solo and Jimmy for the tag titles. We don't know if it's Jay for sure. Jay could not be involved. He could be out of the Usos, and it could be Solo and Jimmy for all we know. So the one problem that I was that just hit me a while ago for um, Elimination Chamber is we don't know if Jay and Jimmy can make it to Canada. <laughs> that's right oh oh man that's what a pull that by senator wow yeah because they have do you both of them have duis don't they yeah that's why that's why they weren't at, in any of them because they were that's, that's they weren't a clash they couldn't go to clash yeah and that's what kicked off that's what kicked off the really when sammy and Sammy and Roman had like all those one-on-one sessions. It was because it was in Canada. Mm-hmm. And they never oh. went to Toronto before. Hmm. That's a very interesting point. Like it just hit me a while ago. And just I'm gonna have to ask Sean. I'm gonna ask Sean Ross Sapp about that right now. Because because right if he now? can't make it in, like what's gonna happen for Elimination Chamber? I'd- because that may just be... Meltzer while you're at it. I'm asking Meltzer, Jean Rossap, and Pollock. All right. So the thing is, if that that's an incredible point, because I didn't even think about that, because that means more than likely Romans beating Sammy clean as a sheet at Elimination Chamber. And I guess Soka can get involved. I guess that yeah, Soka will get involved, so it won't be clean, but it still will not have the same impact without having Jimmy and Jay. Man, but I'm very curious now how you book that. 
Yeah, yeah I, I'm hoping that he can get in because I don't want that to ruin the storyline that they that they can get in. But it it's it's a good point. Like maybe Montreal will allow them in, but they they weren't able to go to any of the Canadian shows, like uh, yeah. other provinces. So and. I mean, I don't know if it's a Montreal call. It may be a federal government call. Okay, so and I'm saying it's Sean Rossap, Dave Meltzer, and Pollock. Anyone else? Denise, anyone else? No, I think those are your three biggest yeah, those, insiders. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. this is live. This is a live tweet on the podcast as we're asking <laughs> our insiders for your talk wrestling. Our said, insiders. Can, <laughs> yes, I said, can the Usos be an elimination chamber with it being a Montreal and their past DUIs, would that hurt them crossing the border? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. And like I say, it blew my mind. I, I, I mean, nobody else has brought it up. That the, Senator, you're the first one, so you get all the credit. Well, because it's funny. I brought that up for the Clash one, so now Senator brings it up for this one. It's a great point, though. Here's a point. What if it's Naomi that breaks? Oh, no, it's because that's Jimmy's wife. Damn it, that doesn't work. Shoot. Yeah. That would have, have been something. Yeah, when we didn't see her at the Rumble, I think we're not seeing her for a while still. We could see I, her I, at the Japan show. I heard something that I thought was kind of interesting. I forget where I was, what I was listening to. So apologies to the podcast I was listening to. Um, but they actually, no, it was a Cultaholic. Shout out Cultaholic. And they were saying that one of the biggest storylines would be if Naomi came back won won the belt and everybody else loses the belt so she's actually the the new head of the table Mm. and Roman can't deal with it right because it was like you're not getting the rock this year what is the next way that you can kind of make a twist to it if everybody else loses the belt at Mania and Naomi comes back and she's the one to actually be the one to win a belt And I was was thinking about that because Rhea challenged um, Charlotte. Charlotte. You don't say her name. My bad. Oh, Rhea, by the way, is getting cheered over Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Of course she is. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like like Oscar and Bel Air, by the way. We'll talk about Oscar's character in a minute, but continue. No, I'm I'm not disappointed by that at all. But I was looking at, if you look at what Sasha and Sasha and Bianca was able to do and the crowd reaction and the crowd love that they got for having two black women put on such a banger match and then you have a refreshed Naomi there who's very athletic and you could intertwine that into the storyline that would have been something interesting too but I'm not mad with Asuka Bianca match, it, no, it it does create a you uh, that that creates a very interesting comment just based on what what's next for Roman after this. Where is Roman Reigns going next? Yeah, and that's that's, I, said, I think he's going to go away, Joel. I I I see. Is, I, I really quickly do. Do we all agree that Gunther at this point we think he's going to beat Honky Tonk, right? Because they just want the Honky Tonk record gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, Gunther's the absolutely right person to have do this. He's yeah. If yeah. if I was to pick anyone to be in the main event for WrestleMania 40, Gunther would be the one that I would. Yeah, pick. I mean, I I absolutely think that he's 
I think that's their long-term plan with him is the WrestleMania 40 main event. Could happen at SummerSlam, but I think it's WrestleMania I think it's, 40. Because I'll check how long he has to get to beat I think he can beat Honky by then. Let me just double check where you guys go. His, his, we knew that when Triple H took over, that he was going to showcase Gunther as much as possible because he was trying to get him to the States for like three years. Mm-hmm. And Gunther just kept saying no because I can't leave um, all the people that I'm training, all the like, all that stuff. And then he and fell in he love. Finally, and yep, he fell in love. And when he finally ended up coming over here, you saw how they made sure to showcase him in NXT. And when he got up to that showcase that he had in the Rumble was amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. His, I had people that never, that have not watched wrestling for five, six They mentioned him on Bill Simmons' podcast. Me. Like, they mentioned it on the Bill yeah. Simmons' podcast with how impressed they were. Like, one of the best athletic things they saw this past weekend. Like, he had mm-hmm. three guys, two guys specifically, made the crossover this week to the mainstream. Uh, I thought, obviously, Cody won the Rumble. Uh, the men's rumble, but Ricochet and 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 Gunther both made the jump. Uh, Ricochet was mentioned in so many random dialogues I had this week, and he didn't look like a goof when he went out. He was showcased off really well. That spot with Logan, it's been done a lot of times. Kofi and Punk, Punk did an elimination chamber like 10 years ago. We've seen it a million times, but it was still a hell of a spot, and it got Ricochet to the next level, but Gunther has just taken it to the next level. Well, and I mean, Gunther benefit greatly from Vince leaving because from all reports it sounded like he wanted to just start pushing Gunther less and less and push him down into the ground and not use him as much and have him lose and then just be done with him it sounded like he was one of the potential people he wanted to cut next and for him to go from that point where being like in Vince's crosshairs to being arguably the guy you should be building up for your next mania it's it's incredible what he's been able to do and we've all known how incredibly talented gunther walter was you saw it on the indies and you're just seeing him just continue to take steps forward every single time he's out there and that rumble performance was was fantastic well if he hadn't gone on the juice diet and uh lost all the weight that he has i don't think he could have had that performance at the Royal Rumble he had. I mean, that was the thing. He's in unbelievable shape now, and, and he's really, really redefined himself in many ways, physically, and in and, and doing so also as a character. And and it's too bad he's a heel because mm-hmm. that's a babyface move to go 171 minutes, you know? Um, and the, By and the, the way, on SmackDown, did... he will beat Hon- September 8th as a SmackDown. He beat Honky Tonk's record. This September eighth. Okay, this so September eighth, I mean, he would beat Honky's record. Okay. Yep. All right. The season I, premiere. I, I can see that happen. I can see that happening. I mean, I think I think the idea of of making that belt so valuable that you know it's getting there. The same thing they're doing with the U.S. title. I mean, they're making it valuable by putting it in. The I see. Feels way more important, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Because of the matches he's had with Ricochet and Sheamus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you look at the matches, right? Like, the matches he's had with Sheamus, the matches he had with Ricochet. He damn well gave Strowman the best Braun Strowman match I've ever seen in my life. That was like a four-star match with Strowman. That was unbelievable. But that's the talent of Gunther. Yeah. He's 
he is an incredible talent. What do you guys want to see for Mania for him then? Because it sounds like it's a three-way with Sheamus and Drew. Is that good enough? I mean, it's going to be a hell of a, it's going to be a banger. No doubt about that. No problem with that. It's going to be physical. They're going to beat the piss out of each other. It's going to be exactly what you want. It's it's giving a little bit of twist on the WWE style where it's not like, oh, they're going to have a WWE match. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this is, this is giving a little bit of a different flavor to different matches at Mania, which I think WWE needs to do. And having someone like Gunther is the best way to have that just fucking stiff as hell match. Any uh, um, any response from our inside sources? Just curious. I will check really quick here. Uh, um, I will say I don't want this match. Okay, what do you want? Um, and the only reason why I say I don't want this match is because I want when he loses the title, he actually loses the title to Sheamus. And if the goal mm. is, and if the goal is to for him to break Honky Tonk record i kind of want them to kind of space out the sheamus match because i feel like they because of that clash match they they know that the crowd was invested in it so i don't so just drew then overbooking it right like because they made him they made sheamus second in the rumble because they're like remember the clash match the potential mm-hmm. Uh, match of the year last year and then you're going to do it again in Wrestlemania and like I just I think like for Sheamus that's the one belt that he hasn't won okay let him let's space that out I just don't know where he goes I just don't know where he goes in Mania then if if you're waiting until September of next year say September 19th just to throw out a date for Mm -hmm. Sheamus to win at that point he's 46 years old I don't know. You're putting a belt. I I wouldn't put a belt on a 46 year old most of the time. You know, I mean, I I think it's. I mean, that is the one thing you talk about it being homegrown talent and they're not bringing back people. That's true. It's people that's on the roster. This is still an old roster that needs some oh, youth absolutely. injected into it. Yeah. I know. I, it's just them building the story of this is the one belt that Sheamus hasn't won, and and so that's kind of where I'm looking at. Not that he has to have like a because for me ideally because would it be september this year or next year this year it's september this year yeah so like for me if i'm trying to book it and like i said this is just my personal opinion things could be taken differently i would want seamus to beat gunther after gunther beats the record and pete dunn or butch to beat seamus for the belt that'd be nice because you're elevating because Right now, Butch is just a sideline person. He's a secondary person. He's there to elevate him because we know what Pete Dunn can do. We've watched Pete Dunn. We've seen amazing matches by Pete Dunn. But him being him and uh, what's his name? The uh, other guy. Rich, I'm a dangerous worker, Holland. Rich, Rich Holland. Rich Holland has improved a lot because he's been working with Sheamus, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is either one of them, if they look, if they beat Sheamus for the title, that kind of elevates them to that level too. And it can build a story of, they were like this brother, it could have been like a jealousy angle because all of a sudden they were called the banger bros with um, McIntyre and thing after and you And then they found out that the internet existed. Long, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bang bus. <laughs> so, 
I'm just like, you can weave in some other storylines that are happening currently into 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 like if Sheamus was it, you complete his title chase and you can still elevate change his name back to Pete Dunn. But you can still change you can still uh, <laughs> ele- elevate it, right? Like you, one you... of my biggest biggest yeah. pop from Royal Rumble was seeing Piper Niven's name oh, and not Dujas. So like Oh, me too. So... <laughs> We're all so happy with that. Yeah. All so happy. I never called her. I never called her. I do have to say this about I have to say this about Seamus. Well, he's done some of his best work of his career over the last in 2022. Mm-hmm. This guy is probably second only to Nia Jackson hurting people in this company. Oh yeah, that's a fact. You know. <laughs> I, I got a little trivia little, from Ahmed Johnson. Uh, little little trivia question for go to you, Joel. Can you guys before uh Walter got to this pace? Do you know who has been the second closest to to getting to honky tonk? Was Wasn't it, it Santino Morella? It's not Santino Morella. Was it Miz? It's not Miz. No idea okay. of that. It's a mid aughts guy. What? The guy in the mid aughts in the mid two thousands. Oh. He's still Benjamin? currently wrestling. Benjamin? It's Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, that's the Shelton. 285 Benjamin. days as Intercontinental Champion. Hmm. I remember this storyline with Santina Morella talking about the taking Hakami down top. that record. <laughs> so I assumed it was him. He only, he he only got, got to 98. He only got to 98. <laughs> <laughs> they built up that storyline to end it after 98. The new commissioner of uh, Impact Wrestling. And crazy just side note that WWE just let that uh, copyright mm-hmm. just go. I mean, what does Santino Morella mean? I think he had built up the Anthony Corelli name too, that it would have been okay. But for him to have the solo Santino character is pretty cool. Joel? Uh, you know who should beat uh, Gunther? It should be Tyler Bates, who's re-debuted that's, NXT. That's a rumor I've he, heard too of Tyler Bates being the guy. As well. He's super young, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's he, like and Pete young, he and Pete Young, like I think, are both 25 or 26 yeah. now. See, and that's the thing you, and this builds off Senator's idea of getting it on to Dunn. You can just run back Dunn versus uh, uh, Bate, and it, it would be perfect. Cause you, and then you can have, uh, what's his name? The one that beat uh, uh, Walter for the UK. Oh, Dragonoff. Dragonoff. You can throw him into the mix as well. You could just have, like, you could have your next three IC champions all mixed in those three guys. And just let them go and beat the hell out of each other. So speaking of secondary titles, we're going to go quickly here. we got a few last things. The Chamber is getting built up really nicely right now. Do uh, I'll start with you, Martin, quick, and we'll go to Senator and then to Joel. Um, do we see Theory defending this title? Because it sounds like it's Cena. Does he defend the title against Cena at Mania, or is he losing in the Chamber? Personally, I think he's losing it in the Chamber because I think that's better for another match at Mania with the belt, and he doesn't need the U.S. title to face Cena. Well, I mean, they I'd, certainly give, put, I'd, I'd give it to Bronson Reed. That's who I would give it to. Or and they pushed the hell out of him on Monday. I mean, yeah, that did. was a squash. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, I mean, take him. But Tyler Bate, by the way, 25. Pete Dunn, Give me Bronson in solo. <laughs> Bronson, I am Bronson Reed. I still want to call him Jonah. But Bronson I Reed, too. I mean... 
I, I could definitely see him getting the belt. I mean, you got, uh, you know, I mean, they're loading it up pretty good, right? You got Gargano in there. You got Bronson. Ford's Reed, in there too, by the Rollins. way. Pardon Ford's me? probably going to be in there. Who? Montez Ford is going to probably oh, be Ford. in there. He's, oh, Elias. Said, he's kind of a wild card for me. Yeah, no, he could be in there. He could be in there. Um, either way, they're, I mean, it should be a really good chamber. And it's, Seth, uh, it's a Johnny lot of star Bronson. power for the U.S. title. And it's, I could definitely see, I could definitely, I, you know, a lot of ways, I think Rollins versus Paul for the title is a direction mm -hmm. they would go. I don't want that. But no, I know you don't want that, but that's the direction I could see them going. Again, does it, does but, that, yeah, need I the want Bronson Reed too. Pardon me? I don't know if that needs the title. By the way, so the other guys in the match, uh, right now we have, like you mentioned, Seth, Theory, Gargano, uh, Reed, and then, on Monday, it'll be Montez versus uh, Elias. I'm assuming Montez wins that. And then the really interesting one is Dawkins versus Priest. I'm assuming Priest is going to win, but Dawkins, we didn't give him as much credit for most improved. Man, he has gotten so much better in the ring. Like Dawkins has improved greatly. I'd love to see if Dawkins better shape too. Yeah, he's in better shape too. He's he's been great. I'm sorry about him and Joel's Bengals this weekend, but the refs had other plans. But this isn't the seven K <laughs> podcast. We'll talk we'll talk about that in there. Um, I mean, Joel, do you want to just redo this take? Just no, want no, no, this? no. Just want to redo no. this randomly? Should we just redo this? Didn't go. See, that, I, that take didn't go good enough. Let's just redo this. So yeah, Montez Ford is facing Elias. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I would, I would say Montez is a is a is a wild card, Joel. My my only thing that's not wrestling related is going to the AFC Championship twice back to back years. Being a lifelong Flames fan, Flames fan, I'm perfectly it. It is what it is. The as Burrow said, the window is open as long as he's there, and I'm fully on that train. So you, you don't worry that they will be back. Oh, wow. As long as they have Burroughs, there, they'll have a chance. As loaded as AFC is with good young quarterbacks, they'll 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 have a shot whenever. They, as long as they have him playing, that's for sure. I I love I love the fact this is the first time we have two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I think that's just crazy that it's taken this long. And I think that's like who is the the Doug Williams was the first one. Doug Williams was the first one in '86 with the uh, with the Washington. Commanders. Commanders. We won't yeah. use their old name. Nope. Um. Yeah. Once again, I think that this is a way that game back onto wrestling for y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I gotta keep my thoughts for the seven K pick. Yeah, podcast, same for seven so K pick pod. Yeah, so not gonna do them here. But um, uh, I would actually want to see Mont. I mean, Dawkins win the belt. That'd be great. And It'd be build, more interesting, and, wouldn't and it? And build a jealousy wise? angle for mm, Ford yeah. and have Ford turn heel. And then you have a WrestleMania match between the two because they've been trying to break up the Street Profits for a very long time. Then somebody gets injured and then it, then they aren't able to do it. This is a perfect way to do it where you can build up a jealousy angle and have Ford versus Dawkins WrestleMania match. I, I think that's great. I, I think that, it's a little fast. To turn it that quick into a, uh... but they want to get Ford going, right? They have, they want to get him going. Like Ford could be a money in the bank guy, 
even right yeah, like but they're wrestlemania they're 60 days away is that long enough to nah, i guess it probably is i, I, I just to set up the i just don't want it to be it. too long because one of the things is every time they try to make this where they break them up and it's a, they go the longer route somebody like i said somebody gets injured or they forget about it and then they're yeah. right back to being together so if you only have let's say 40 days to do this you're there's no time to forget about it okay let's, <laughs> does dawkins let's... beat trez in the chamber i would even to tell you the truth i wouldn't even have and this might sound like the most wildest take i wouldn't i would have ford loot lose so he doesn't qualify for the chambers oh so you have starts... elias win because that starts the jealousy thing. So you switch and beat everyone. Everyone thinks Dawkins is going to lose to Priest. So yeah. Dawkins beats Priest. And Ford, everyone thinks he's going to destroy Elias. And he loses to Elias. And then he doesn't get in. Dawkins, he's trying to be that supportive friend. But you can see that he's getting bothered by it. Dawkins wins the belt. Uh, he's celebrating in the in the chamber you can kind of do it like ko when ko and sammy mm. when in nxt where they thought ko was going to be super happy for sammy and he destroys him ford uh takes him out after that because he's do you want to do two turns though and back-to-back -back pay-per-views do you know well, what it's built other it for a raw or two Ooh, you I think maybe raw after but yeah i'm just saying like this is yeah. this is you can get it done within that same week and yeah quickly build into my it. only problem with that is they're weird with their couples at times i mean seth is a different angle but with bianca they may be weird about it because like they had becky and seth both be healed at the same time and now they're both baby faces at the same time when they have they seem when they have these couples so gauged to each other they're really weird about it for appearances and stuff like that i think I your idea is fine i don't know i'm just i'm just they're weird with stuff like that sometimes yeah i'm not saying they aren't they're weird with a lot of stuff but uh, i don't know that that would be I mean, this is to me as Senator plays it out. I'm like, this is fantastic. This is a, oh, I love a great it. angle. I love it. You I know, and and I don't know that you turn down an angle like that 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 works so well and it's so interesting, just because you know somebody's a babyface, somebody's a heel, you know, their spouse. I mean, uh, again, what I like about it is to me Dawkins naturally is kind of is a likable guy, and I find Ford naturally to be just kind of more heelish in his persona, just a little more cocky the way he carries himself and more of a natural heel so i mean uh yeah and i and i think if i think if Ford became a heel and really got over as a heel it would just help him become a bigger baby face when the time comes all right so i mean i i've got i have a question for you guys just to go back to something that we were talking about yeah. uh, you know an hour ago mm -hmm. just to go back to that uh, <laughs> Making progress, Martin. We got so much stuff to finish. I know, here. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I want to get a quick thought into uh, Kotobushi in as well. But um, as we as we've seen lately now that they are defending the tag team titles separately on SmackDown and Raw, mm -hmm. would yeah. it hurt um, the Zayn and Owens winning it if it was just one title? No. Because I, I do wonder if they want Judgment Day to get a pair of titles soon. No, I don't think it. I don't think it does. It, nope. If they I, just get the Raw title or the SmackDown title, and uh, I would still, say get the I Raw titles. I think it hurts them. I think yeah. it hurts them. Because well, I think at the point, too. you know, because I look at two. 
whoever beats Roman, they get two records, to tell you the truth. It's not just you're beating him for the belt. It's he has not been pinned since how long ago, right? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's the last guy to pin him. You can say. And yeah, that's a fact. And if you're looking at the Usos, if they they can't if whoever beats them has to beat them for both i think one of the one of the good things about what they're doing is by kind of um saying okay this is for the raw title or this is for the smackdown title it builds more intrigue of are they going to lose it but i think whoever beats them has to beat them for both it's the oh, yeah. it's the I impact agree. of it perfectly yeah, said uh, all right, all right. So next we go to the women's side. I, I don't really have a lot to say about the Ripley and Charlotte stuff. I guess the story is there. Mm-hmm. Ripley lost to her. Now they're going forward. But it's it's the least exciting of what the Ripley matches could have been. So I have nothing to say about this. I'd rather talk about the Belair the stuff. What's the deal stuff. with Ronda Rousey? No, they wished her happy birthday today. So I'm assuming she's still cool with them. She's not under contract. Okay, I didn't realize that's, that. That's no, she's under contract. She she's under contract. She's still, she has a three-year deal. She's still under contract. They just, they wished her happy birthday today. So I'm assuming everything's fine. I mean, my best guess is that it's her and Becky just in a singles match. I'm just, I'm just questioning because she did, wasn't at the Rumble. And she, you know, her and Belair technically would be a fresh match. And you're saying they're going with Asuka instead? I think it's Asuka. Well, there's one spot left, right? We don't know the other spot. I mean, it could be Chelsea Green that gets that spot. It could be Nia. Gets that spot. I don't think We're Chelsea st- Green is getting that kind of push. Well, she needs to talk to the manager. She's a Karen. That's her I, gimmick. I she's trust Chelsea Green to get it over. She's that gotten is, worse gimmicks best. over before. I trust her that she'll get it over. I do. I do it, trust that she'll get it over. It's a. It's bad. It's a very bad idea. Um, <laughs> what do you really think? It's. Like, I, when she came back, because I'd never heard any reports or anything about the character that she was going to portray. And when she came back and she got eliminated quickly, I was like, okay, they're playing it safe because for some reason she always ends up injuring herself very quickly when when they give her a chance. So let's do her debut and throw her out. Then I saw the post-match interview thing that they did for her. And I was like, they're not doing this. Then I read a report that said that this was her character. And I go, they're not doing this. No way in hell that they're going to plan to do this a couple days before Black History Month. I'm sorry. Like, I was like, nope, this is not happening. I'm done. Let's get this out of here. So I'm already not a fan of it. But if anyone can get it over, it will be her. Yeah, she can just kind of make it a, a side of the hot mess character. Um, so they have the, the the final four are the final four from the elimination chamber match. I and then there's one spot left, Morton. Maybe it is Rhonda. We have to wait and see what's if the SmackDown doesn't have Naya. We're just all gonna pop collective bottles of champagne that it's Naya is not officially back, but she does have merch on WWE shop, but she's not on the alumni section yet. So he I don't said know that she's back. She said, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> so, After her botched appearance. So, 
if if she even just does this one match, she can still be worst female of the year, right, guys? Oh, she already is. She already is. They botched oh. her mania entrance. She she had two botched spots with she she uh, sandbagged. We talk about Thunder Rosa being a sandbagger. Uh, look how she sandbagged Rhea. I just watched that rumble back a little bit uh, today because it was on the network when I had stuff in the background. The two times Rhea tried to lift her up, she sandbagged her twice. Rhea just tried to do a normal body slam forward. Didn't let her do that. Then she tried to pup handle slam her and sandbagged her again. You can tell Rhea was pissed off. I don't know if we, I don't know if we can put her down as the worst female of the year because uh, the group chat kind of blew up when she came out. So that was like, that was like a legacy award though. (laughs) You have to understand it's a legacy award. We should just rename it for her, but just don't give it. It is the Nia Jax award. It is. It is the Nia Jax award. It was disappointing. I couldn't give it to Nia this year. It, she's just I'm glad she came back at the and it was perfect that botch was just like this is all on brand Matthew is, from Botchamania was like stop I know <laughs> it you you when when it happened I was confused because I was looking down and then I looked up and I was like wait the clock says 10 but they're already pl- they botched it they botched it this is it flows perfectly with the Nia Jax character and I mean you see the picture with uh her taking with the Usos and everyone that she ragged on when she got released and it's like yay this is this makes it so easy for worst female (laughs) uh but the and so the Oscar character I think every that pop for Oscar I was actually surprised when she got that pop like that was one of the top five pops of the night and maybe it's because people knew the Kana character was coming because she had been teasing it and they were hoping for it. But it was a little bit different of music and people still got excited for her. The way she came out was great. The different face paint, her facial reactions are great. And I actually thought the biggest deal for her, everything she did in the Rumble was great, but what she did backstage on Raw with Carmella and the normal like civilian-like face and just the mist spilling from her mouth was unbelievable character work by Asuka. Well, she's 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 got the great character work. Yeah. Carmella. I, I want to give Car- I can give Carmella. We can re- rename it the Carmella board as well if you want. Yeah. I'm not a fan. No, but Oscar and Belair is gonna be a banger. So yeah, sure. I was I was gonna ask you guys in the history of WrestleMania, if if it does happen that it is Belair and Oscar, has anyone had a run like Belair where they've had three Back to back to back, Austin? incredible single matches. Oh, in Undertaker had several in a row. I mean, yeah. female. I oh, mean, female. No. Sasha. No. No. Sasha. Charlotte. Charlotte. So. No. Yeah, but I she can't. had the. She had. But not one on ones. Those there were. Uh, well, she had the like, Oscar match that was really good. She had the Ripley match that was pretty good. No, it was sucked. Did it? It was. <laughs> it was. It was. Me, yeah, I was gonna give it mediocre. The Oscar one was really good. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Trish, I, what's Trish's best Mania match? Mickey, Mickey. And even then, like for her, for us to be able to talk about Bel Air and say she had an incredible match with Sasha, she had a great match with Becky, and now to potentially go to Oscar, all in single matches, mm-hmm. like that, that is when you can go this, this, 
women's revolution that they like to market and everything you can be like this is legit this is absolutely legit now especially having that singles match which you would always well, have so the women look who's in the ring too those are probably the three best women that have been wwe the past three years too oh yeah, and those they're excellent but you know what i mean when you think of the fact that she was having a match with uh oscar and nxt and it was no good mm-hmm. and this one's probably going to be really good <laughs> you know her improvement is marked you know it and it puts bel-air in a very very conversation of that top five women of just what she's been able to do and you gotta give credit to wwe i don't really think they really screwed up bel-air they had they had the Vince moment at SummerSlam where Becky beat her in 20-some-odd seconds. They made it work, though. They made it work at the end. But it, well, they had to make it work. They, yeah. they had no choice in the matter to make it work. Uh, they, they, and they started, they, they started off with just shooting themselves in the foot, and they managed to make it work. So they, I guess they get credit for bandaging their foot up. But like it, just seeing what Beller's been able to do and just how they've been treated and how the women's main event, uh, women's, I guess the, the main event for women's wrestling in WWE heading into Mania, they, they've done a really good job and they deserve credit. Yeah, they do. Uh, last point here before I kind of go over stuff. Um, Dom and Ray, the Ray side of... Uh, the rumble. So Ray got legit hurt because you want to talk about people that are getting up there for sucking and hurting people. It's Karrion Cross. He's getting bad and he hurt Ray. Ray's apparently going to be okay for Mania, but he'll be out for at least a month. Did you like the way they booked it with Ray? Would you rather have just given the spot? Mad Cat Matt uh, Moss had a spot and they didn't give it to him because Booker T took it. Uh, would you rather have just given Ray's spot to someone else and say the Judgment Day took him out? Or what do you guys think about that angle, Joel? I think storyline-wise, it worked perfect. Do you? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Senator. it was fine. It, it... The, I think, I think uh, for me, it kind of... It was weird because I was like, this is... It's, it's always promoted as a 30-man rumble for the longest right so even for him to for cody when he came out on monday and he was like yeah i outlasted 29 other wrestlers uh no you didn't there was only 20 i heard there was only 28 wrestlers in the thing after all not even 30 but uh, i mean to me that math doesn't make sense somebody somebody tweeted that and i was like does that make sense i mean only one person missed right i mean they're doing the the count as they enter number three number four Yeah, I think that person was just insane. Yeah, I think yeah. they're insane. But yeah, like they only, well, this one here, they would have outlasted 28 people because there was only 29 in the in the match because somebody yeah. didn't come out, right? But I was like, when the person didn't come out, a little thing of me thought that this might have started the Sammy thing. So there was like, okay, mm. when it was kind of like that same thing when, who was it when Becky replaced them? And Lana. Lana. Lana, right? And it was kind but of she like, came okay. out and her ankle was bugging her and all and that then, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was like yeah. all, all that stuff. So, like, okay, so they got to throw somebody in to make it 30 minutes. <clears throat> this isn't the first time they've had no less than 30 people participate in the Rumble. Curtis where they, Axel. Where they've announced a name and somebody didn't come out. If one time they did it, and they, I can't remember who it was. They didn't even pay it off anything. 
Curtis Axel. Just, yeah. Because it wasn't was that it, when yeah. he was going Axel Mania that started. Yeah, Axel then there was Mania the one time like, Test Test got the shit beat out of him and Austin was the general manager. It's like, God damn, you go out there. And then Foley came out to take out Orton. Yeah, and Orton and Foley participated as three different people. Yeah. yeah. You know, like this is not the first time there's been less than 30 people. I know. I think for me it kind of just saying because of that fact that that little factor but then at the end of the night it paid off because we saw what we saw at the end of the night but i was like is this like gonna start what's gonna happen throughout the night is sammy gonna disobey because he showed up on smackdown so Mm -hmm. you know it was like one of those ones where it's like he's gonna take that spot but i think that they i think it was smart what they did and it got dom some more heat Mm -hmm. and Michael he Cole is. made him an asshole. Good job by Michael Cole. He killed yeah. it as a broadcaster for the Dom stuff. And so I I liked it. Like I think the my only downside was that one part in that moment. But when I looked back at it, I was like, oh, that was smart what they did. Yeah. Um, I guess three more things here for WB, then we'll get to Abushi, then we'll get out of here. Um, just overall thoughts and the overall rumbles. Not a lot of legends. In either Rumble, I think the only legends we have were Booker and Michelle McCool. How does she not know she was in the Rumble? My God! Uh, but just, uh, yeah. Uh, I actually thought that was Lana sitting in the front row. <laughs> she was and there. She's got the hair thing, so he was she there. Was she was there. backstage. I thought that was her, and then I saw oh, it's Michelle McCool. Yeah. They, I think I they were booked. Like they were booked okay. I mean, the lack of legends is weird, but in the same way, we just got so accustomed to that. Maybe it's good to have. Build this. I thought they did a lot of good job of building the storyline. They also didn't have anybody up. from NXT in the men's rumble, though. I know that's that was something weird. historically they, they've done. You know, I mean, we've had Adam Cole, we yeah. had Rusev, we've had. I you know, we get Carmelo Hayes for sure. Yeah, like uh, you know, I mean, nobody from nobody from NXT, no legends. One legend in the men's, um, I guess. One legend in the women's, I guess. Uh, three three women from NXT, I think, in the women's or four. <laughs> Zoe, Indy, Roxy. That was it. Those three. Three. Yeah. Roxy. And then I also, but even with that, um, I understand why they didn't do it because for even for Roxanne, um, they didn't want to keep her in there too long because they have the pay per view coming up this week. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And. Carmelo Hayes has a best two out of three match with Apollo. Like you want to limit the risk of, of those injuries, but, and the two people I would have thought that they would have called up for that show was Grayson Waller and Carmelo Hayes. And they both have matches at this weekend. So they didn't want to risk any injury. So I understand. And this is probably the first time that they're really doing it after like do doing their own pay-per-view after the rumble so like yeah yeah that risk but it would have been good to see like one or two people in the nxt one and from yeah. the nxt side come to the men's uh, i think rumble. when you had no women on raw 30 who were yeah. legends the fact that you didn't have any on the, on the pay-per-views of rumble that was a little strange you had no trish and no lita now on the 30th anniversary that's bizarre and no Bellas, but the Bellas said that they, we could get into the whole Bella live stream thing with them calling out WWE and the whole Mercedes thing they talked about of how WWE wants to 
phase out Mercedes and, and page. Uh, but they just wanted to be used as arm candy uh, on that, on that episode and the Bellas both refused. So good for them mm-hmm. for stepping up and refusing to be arm candy in that, but it was pretty bad that Medusa was the only legend on that night. Well, they just can't, well, she's the only one that will show up with the belt because she just, I'm so sick of this shit, man. I had a fuck like... enough. stop it stop it enough it happened get over it um so really quickly here so just going to kind of run down here what we think the mania card is before chamber happens tell me um and then after i'm done tell me if anything you guys would change or the things you'll add that i forgot so this is what i have for the predictions so far uh so i have cody and roman Usos versus KO and Sammy, Seth versus Logan, Cena and Theory, Gunther versus Drew and Sheamus, uh, Belair versus Asuka, Charlotte versus Rhea, Brock versus Bobby, Dom versus Ray, and Edge versus Finn. Anything you would add or change? Maybe uh, Becky Ronda? Maybe Becky Ronda, maybe Damian Priest in, in against Edge instead and somehow, or something sorry handicap yeah. match or yeah you know I, I don't know or something like that maybe i don't know what, what injury did aj have he could be back so it might be even aj and the good brothers maybe with something against but i think you got to do the edge match it's got to be a single this, <laughs> this is probably edge's last mania because he said he's retired in toronto next this summer yeah, yeah. So you you probably have to have that singles match i was wondering if they were going to do six man or he have you edge and priest edge. Ed, Ed. yeah just have this that'd be a good match to have for for priest that'd be a good showcase yeah i, I imagine if aj's good then that's payoff from last mania where priest cost him the match do you guys yeah. remember that something like that i yeah. could i could see that instead of finn i think in some ways the way that they've been booked lately they're higher on priest than they are on finn and well, finn took right now three crossroads and a and uh and uh, a Cody cutter, so they they did protect him. Well, yeah, I know he took three sister Abigails and a Cody cutter, but still, yeah. Oh, and Braver's uh, Uncle Howdy, I guess we never talked about the blackout light match. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's Bray versus Uncle Howdy. Yeah, or not because Uncle Howdy laid him out on SmackDown, then <laughs> laid out uh, <laughs> L.A. Knight on, and I don't. They didn't. Ex- I don't. Uh. My okay. Nijax was not the worst part of the Rumble for guys. Think about that. Think about that. I I have like, okay. So I'll tell you what I would change first before I go on a mini rant. I'm gonna keep it mini on the pitch black match, but I would change for me. I think that this is a way to showcase Ricochet a little bit more. And after that match that they had, after that spot that they had at Rumble, I would have, I would have liked to see him with Logan Paul because you saw, like you said before, they started to cross over some stuff. So I would have put Ricochet versus Logan Paul. If AJ is good enough to come back, I know storyline, it doesn't make any sense, but it would just show for a good match because you want to have Seth on there. Just do Seth AJ. Like it's you, those are two people that can build something quickly, but um, I'm just trying to find a way to keep Seth on on there and add AJ. But I would put Logan Paul versus Ricochet just off of like the crowd reaction and all the the what are they called? 
impressions that came out from that from that one spot. And yeah. then okay. Uncle Howdy. <laughs> okay. We have no clue what the hell this is supposed to be, right? No. They kept showing the angle of him missing LA Knight repeatedly. They showed three different angles of him actually missing <laughs> LA Knight <laughs> on the jump until they realized that fourth replay that they should probably change the camera angle and make it seem like he actually hit him. Um, Bray's mask didn't fit. He kept adjusting it while looking up at Uncle Howdy. I was like, okay, this is just going from bad to worse very quickly. And Ross, Ross from a cultaholic said that he just looked like he had semen on his face the whole time. Because... <laughs> Not the first time Bray's had something with semen. If you remember what so... Randy came out with at Mania. And so from that point, I cannot even look at that any part of that match again since he said that. So, yeah, that's my mini rant. I'm done. I retire. I, I will say this, too. Uh, I mean, I guess on, on a side note to kind of get things back on, potentially we could see Randy versus Riddle, maybe, at Mania. Uh, the, but out of that, I have no idea what LA Knight's going to do. And I, and I hate that LA Knight was part of that because I thought – Everything LA Knight has done has been awesome. I think this guy is a super duper star. Yeah. Yeah. He has the charisma level that I haven't seen in many guys. And so I, I hope that he gets a decent mania spot. I just don't know what they can do with LA Knight. And I don't think he got it's a it's a shame he was part of this bullshit, but I don't think he was hurt too much by it. It just sucks he was part of it, but he held his own, was in that Undertaker segment, did good in that, got high approval. He was in a shitty match. He'll be fine. But I just don't know what he's going to be part of. What? Under the giant battle royal. Uh, give me the winner, I guess. At, at this point, after this match with Bray, where what's Bray's Mania's program? Where howdy. is he going? Uncle Howdy. So if he's going there, does he just naturally slot into worse? Oh, and don't, let's not forget Alexa Bliss is playing into this whole thing. Yeah, too. Bliss is part oh, of this yeah, too. That's... So have they established who's behind the mask for Uncle Howdy? Is it There's Bo? three people. There's three people. It's Some Bo people think Grimes. it's Grimes and this Vincent. Vincent from ROH. Vincent yeah, from I, ROH. I just don't Those... see them. He looks like him and yeah. And everything, but I just don't see them putting him immediately on the main roster. If it's Bo, they have to unmask him before Mania. Then you can do brothers versus brother. Uh, just just made Peter Klein very happy. By the way, just, Bray with the mask is Uncle Harper, by the way. Don't forget that. There's that's the difference. He's not when he yeah. has the mask on, he's Uncle Harper. He's not Uncle Howdy. Because Uncle Howdy is a play of Barry Wittundum. Barry Windham, sorry, Barry Windham. That's a play on Barry Windham. But when he has the mask okay. on, he's Uncle uh, Uncle Harper. Okay. okay, what's the next? What's the next topic? I'm is there any? Mania, <laughs> is there? I gave with the Mania card. I gave you guys. Is there any Mania matches in there that I didn't mention for someone that I didn't mention that you could see happening? Because Strowman doesn't have anything. Ricochet doesn't have anything. I mean, AJ and Ricochet just for the fuck of it. Sure, I'm fine. Like with I that. say, I, I a lot of these guys are probably bound for the Battle Royal. 
Yeah. I mean, I would think you need, I mean, obviously you need to have the women's tag team of it. Uh, oh, yeah. But Dakota's defended. hurt. Dakota's hurt. Yeah, Dakota got hurt at the Rumble. I don't know how bad it is. And she still has some physicality on Monday. So, um, could you, you know, do Becky, sure and, Becky and Blank versus Baszler and Ronda? You could. You could. I mean, point being, though, that I mean, that's one match that has to happen. They have to Becky figure out something Natty? with the women's tag. Becky and Natty? Oh, my gosh. No. No, I don't know. No, okay. I don't know. I'm okay. <laughs> what, what What did you have for Bailey doing on the card? Nothing. I got nothing. I guess uh, May Young. It's not even the May Young is it anymore for for reasons that are I'm not going to get into. Um, oh, yes. it, was, it was called the Moolah Battle Royal before. Um, yeah, I don't know what Bailey or Damage Control do. That's a problem. Like. I was doing this card. I'm like, oh, I guess we have to have some more women's singles matches. But I, I know Becky will have a match and probably against Ronda. But I don't know what Bailey will do. I mean, something with damage control against. I mean, who? Maybe like our Carmella Piper Nikki Cross thing. I don't know. Just how many there. matches all told plus the battle royal Andre battle royal the. But, Plus the Battle Royal and the women's tag team title matches. How many matches is that? Because we're going over two nights. We okay, probably so, need a total of about 16 matches. So Okay, so I, for the matches I gave you, so Cody Roman, Usos, Seth, Logan, Cena Theory, Gunther, Rhea, Charlotte, that's about 11 or 12 so far. So there can still be four more matches. So, and the ones they didn't count was, let's say, Bray and Uncle Howdy. So that's 13. Yeah. Ronda and Becky whatever that's 14 so maybe two more matches we don't have priest doesn't have anything the women's tag that's what i'm saying the women's tag and then maybe and then and the battle royal battle royal and then maybe riddle and randy maybe aj as far asterisks but they they could just say like you know what we're not having riddle randy or aj even part of mania we'll have them come back or at least for riddle and aj after after for the raw after randy i don't know randy again like i talked about on the rumble show and i had comments people like no randy's coming back it's like i don't know randy could just be done i hope i see randy i love him but i i don't know back surgery in november <sighs> tough one yeah i i doubt it but you Not could Patrick have Mahomes, faking injuries you, you, faking could have, you could have aj show up on raw and then you have jay white attack him there's not a person in wrestling who sells as well as Patrick Mahomes, if that's the truth. But Joel, your point is good because is that when is that Jay White match happening for Leader Lever uh, yeah, Town? Is that is that at you. the Sasha pay-per-view? I believe that's at the Sasha pay-per-view. Morton can correct me if I'm wrong. He usually does. Is that the one with Mercedes and Kyrie? I is, believe that the, so. is that the Hikaleo Jay White match? Yes, it is. Okay. So then technically, Joel, that's the week of Elimination Chamber. AJ's supposed so, to be back around then. It's a six AJ week injury. versus Jay White, you're saying at Mania? No, yeah. I'm saying after Mania. I'm saying... Oh, you can no, be- I want it Mania, Joel. No, it's Mania now. <laughs> no, you, you, you just push that off because then you're, you could do it at Mania, but it, I, I would honestly have that saved for the I would out. have What I would have is a brand new storyline. I would have AJ out there and he's like, I'm going to take on anybody and it's going to be a surprise. And this guy comes out. Yeah, I like it. I like, 
Oh, what about Hikaleo. what about because uh, Tomatonga <laughs> is apparently supposed to be a free agent too in Hikaleo? So you do Tomatonga, yeah. Hikaleo, and Jay White versus Good Brothers and AJ. That'd be weird, but you could do it. <laughs> you could do it. Are, but, are, not, are not both Gorillas of Destiny free agents though too? Because you could do the Gorillas of Destiny and Jay White. I don't know the other guy, uh, Tonga Loa. He's been hurt for so long mm-hmm. that I don't know. But that would be dope. It's Gorillas versus, and Jay versus Good Brothers and AJ. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, but I mean, New Japan, man, they already were missing Ibushi, and now that's done for sure. Yeah, and you know, and and they're probably they're losing either somebody. They're lo- if it's Hikaleo or Jay White, they're losing somebody. They better not. Sounds like it's Jay White. They, Sounds they like Jay White. Work to lose a Jay White. Sounds like Sean Ross Sapp. It's Jay White's gone. Just give yeah. us the match scene that he's an independent contractor now of Ibushi versus AJ. <laughs> seeing, seeing that he's Nakamura and Koda. Give me Nakamura and Koda. Yeah, seeing that. Yeah, that was great at the Tokyo Dome. So you know it'll suck at uh, yeah. <laughs> Just knock. We don't know if not what Knock's position for Mania. We haven't seen him since he got called terrible things by Kojimudo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's move forward here don't quickly. Be in the Battle Royal. Um, no, Abushi, Abushi. Yeah, talk about Abushi quick. AJ. Yeah, no, I just boy, and no, it's more to me about New Japan being screwed if they lose Jay White like they are, and they already lost Abushi and Jonah. Oh, man, they're Rasa, and they lost Jonah, and they yeah, man, man, they're they're just they're they're top of their card. And Will's a free agent it. at the end of the year. Pardon me. Will's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, I know. And that's a big one for them, too. He's already talked mm-hmm. about storyline-wise about maybe leaving. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, boy, they're in trouble. Uh, but uh, Ibushi, I mean, it's obviously he has some ties to WWE. But, I mean, you'd think that Ibushi and AEW is going to be a, a mix. Um, He's got to be in the there. Blood and Guts match with Punk and FTR. Well, that's the thing. With Kenny there, with... Uh, uh, with just a lot of storylines you can tell, you know, built in already. Um, his relation, he said he's open to talking to AEW. AEW said they're open to talking to him. I mean, it sounds to me like it's just, a, yeah. and, and it fits because he's he's open to wrestling school in Japan. So he can't really do a WWE schedule, you know, no. unless he falls in love. Um, you're welcome. But <laughs> well, Kenny's contract's done at the end of the year as well. So, uh, uh, yeah, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's going to end up in AEW, and I don't know what you do with him up front. But I mean, that talent-wise, just to add another guy who's a multi-time G1 champion, multi-time Tokyo Dome main event spot person. Um, he looks 25, even though he's 40, uh, you know, just to add him roster wise, it's not the star power of a punk, but it's a better talent acquisition in a lot of ways Mm. and just makes that roster just that much more loaded. 
Until then, we get him and Mike Bailey at Bloodsport on WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I know that's gonna be that's gonna be sweet, actually. Because he be... has two matches that one there. Because he's he's announced for Bloodsport and he's announced for uh... GCW, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because it's GCW, but it, it seemed like a very a bushy move to sign that be like this is be the first matches i have i'm he abushi's such a weird guy you have yeah. no there's no real idea knowing where he's gonna go as long as he can light fireworks on his chest i think abushi will be happy uh but if if this opens the door for kenny and abushi in aw do you team them or do you have them russell team the golden lovers it just like you, you talk about we haven't an had that story in America really yet. True. You, you, you talk about emotional moments. The when they reunited in uh, New Japan, that was a great moment. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to see what can happen. But Kenny's going to be maybe Ibushi will be at Winnipeg, and I will be a very happy camper. Did you so, pick your stuff maybe. out? Oh yeah, I got my stuff figured out. I'm out yeah. money because they moved the days. So Curse yeah. AW and Curse Warner and Curse but... Westjet. Yeah, good. I curse myself. I partially shot myself. Don't book foot. basic thought... flights, folks. It's not going to work out. Do not book basic flights with Westjet Air Canada. Fine. I would have been fine if they didn't move the days. I did not expect them to move the days like that. All right, let's quickly, uh, let's get this wrap up here. We're going to go quickly. NXT has a pay-per-view this week. Vengeance Day on this Saturday. Um, we have quickly uh, have a tag team match with Katana Chance and Katie Carter. For those that don't know who Katana Chance is, it's the former Miss Ricochet, but not a Miss Ricochet anymore because now Samantha Irvin will be the real Miss Ricochet because her and Ricochet got engaged. So congratulations to the two of them. But those two will be defending their titles against uh fallon henley and kiana james i'm not familiar with either of those women senator i think you watch by far the most nxt so you're going to be our nxt insider go so the the big question is can these women coexist which ones a tag team that can coexist that's a new uh, one family uh what's her name fallon henley and kiana james yeah so so the whole thing is kiana james wanted to buy a Fallon Henley's bar and Fallon Henley um, ended up beating her to keep the bar. It was a whole weird thing. And then there, she, Fallon Henley's linked to, to uh, a tag team. And one is a virgin who now fell in love with Keanu James. It's the weirdest. I'm in. I'm in. Shawn Michaels booking. <laughs> It's the weirdest freaking thing, but these are two women that now they're going to try to coexist because they're connected. To You're saying there's a character based on Joel? Is he the ladies' man or the virgin? I, mean, <laughs> I, I can't figure out. You figure it out. Okay. Senator, you tell us who's going to win because I have no idea. He's the ladies' man. Um, I think the tag champs are going to keep the belt, but... Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they put it on the other two just because they uh, coexisted. Next, we have a two out of three balls match. We have Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. I would almost wonder here. I'm going to say Carmelo Hayes wins because I think where I think I'm going with this for the Mania weekend is Carmelo finally winning the belt. So I'm going to say Carmelo wins this on his 
way to winning the championship. So I'll pick Carmelo Hayes. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Carmelo. No, I'm gonna go Apollo. Because mm, okay. I don't. I think. I think uh, they're gonna start looking at moving Carmelo up, and we still haven't had the payoff of Apollo's Apollo's vision of yeah winning the title. So right. Joel? I, I, my guess is this is the last run for A's in NXT. So I'm I going to say he loses here and loses in uh, in LA and then he's up in the main roster. Martin? Uh, I think the same thing with, uh, with Hayes losing. I think Apollo wins and because I mean, historically, that is a very Triple H, Shawn Michaels thing to do is have the guy lose back. before move up. Yeah, and I could see him being a guy who uh, debuts the night after, or you know, the night after Mania on Raw. Carmelo and AJ. Be interesting. Yeah. Uh, fatal four way tag match. We have New Day versus Gallus. Gallus is uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. We have Pretty Deadly. And we have Chase U. I'm going to pick Chase U. I think they've been really getting the gimmick over a lot. It makes sense for them to have the tag belt and run with them for a little bit. So I'm going to go with Chase U. Um, I was originally going to ch- choose Pretty Deadly because they've tried to make them do some weird tricks to get into the match. And it was it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, but when, they, when Chase U got added, I think you got it give Chase you a belt at this yeah, point. They were getting over. Yeah. Joel? Chase you. Uh, it just Juan, it makes sense. Juan, are you going for the, the sweep? Uh, no, I'm going pretty deadly. Uh, I think they get the belts back. I mean, I think that, you know, it's just that, uh, you know, New Day transitional, you know, to, to try and uh, elevate the belts. But, I mean, pretty deadly is a good act. I thought they were a good act since they were in NXT UK when I first saw them. And, uh, I think that, yeah, I don't see them bound for the main roster anytime soon. So, yeah, I, I'll go pretty deadly. Uh, North American Championship, Wesley for Dijak. I think they like Wesley, and he's a good young kid there, but I think they want to push this Dijak character, so I'll pick Dijak to win. Senator? I don't like either of them. So, um, <laughs> uh, Wesley's 34? As wrestlers or as personalities? Wesley's 34. I I don't like this new die jack character. Um and like the Terminator. Big fan of Wesley. I am going to I'm gonna say Wesley retains because I think it's gonna to lead to him and I always forget what the guy's name is, the Italian mob boss. Oh that guy, yeah. The guy that's I think yeah, I think they're Santos. gonna end up in a feud. So yeah. yeah. Guys, go. Who are you guys going with, Joel? I'll I'll go with Dijak. I got Dijak. I I I still think it's an his new character. It may not be great, but I still think it's an improvement over his character on Raw. T-Bar. Oh, T-Bar. Yeah, that was that was still the worst. Uh, triple. I'll never forget the day Joel called me about those names, and I thought he was lying to me. <laughs> I thought it was. I do lie, but I wasn't lying about that. There's a mace. It's mace. It gets here. 
Uh, we have the women's day. women's uh, triple threat match. We have Roxana Perez versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane for the women's championship. I have Roxy winning. Uh, my question to you guys is who do you have winning and do you think Mandy comes back in this match? Joel? I'm going to say Mandy doesn't come back. I'm going to go Roxanne wins. Come on. Roxanne. No, Man. no. Uh, exact same. No Mandy. Senator? I agree with everything. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought uh, I thought Roxanne, I, I guess the ultimate goal for them is Roxy versus Cora Mania weekend, I think we're all assuming. Yeah. Pull that off until then, yeah. And then the main event, uh, we have a steel cage match between Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller. Um, as much as I hate Waller, I think he is doing really good character work as being a heel. He's getting himself. He, he could be a call-up. I think both these guys could be call-ups. They both kind of seem ready for the main roster. Uh, Waller's still a little green in the ring, but his character work is great as much as I hate him. I do have Breaker winning this because I think it's going to be Breaker and Carmelo for Mania Weekend. Senator? Uh, I have Breaker winning this because I have Breaker Apollo for thing because he has to live out the vision. Live out the vision, and yeah. we need to see more um, more vi- video packages of them fishing together and <laughs> right. meeting up at coffee shops. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, so we need to see what we need to learn more about both of these characters. We need to know what they like to do in their recreational time. Mm-hmm. That is what sells sells tickets. Yeah, it's long term story building right there. Uh, one, who are you going with? I have Breaker. I think they're. I think they want to give Breaker a real legend. I like. I, I don't have a sense that they feel like they need to bring him up. I, I feel like Still they young. feel pretty 25. good about their roster. Is that twenty six to October? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I that plus I just think that they feel pretty good about their roster and who they're pushing and everything right now. And he would need to get a major push when he gets up. Grayson's 33, by the way, March 21st. So Grayson's maybe a little bit closer. Yeah, maybe a little closer. If you, Yeah, I mean, Grayson's more slotted for mid-card if he comes up, whereas Breaker's slotted for upper mid-card, maybe main event. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, again, I don't really see a place for him on the main roster at the moment. And I think they want to give him kind of a legendary – uh, title reign, so I see him be maintaining the title. Joel, yeah, Breaker retains. Like it, it, he's he's gonna roll into Mania Weekend as champion. It makes sense. I would say on paper, this is probably the most excited about an NXT show I've been in two years. I, for me, I'm actually like, I mean, I have trouble watching the weekly show. Mm-hmm. I just I try and I just get, but this. Because WWE has captured my imagination over the last little while and they have some momentum and they're doing big business and they're doing big ratings, all of that is flowing over into NXT. And I'm thinking I'm probably going to see this one. It's the first one out of out of the arena too. It'll be in Charlotte at the Spectrum Center. So something actually exciting will happen at the Spectrum Center this year. The downside to me for this one is and nxt always gets screwed by this and because it's on saturday isn't it yep is there a ufc the ufc that same night so what ufc is it it's um 283 i think is the number and they are a couple big 
big fights on the on this card. So. Not two eighty three. That just happened. No, two eighty four. Then two eighty four. No, that was no. That's, that's next Jones, week. isn't it? That's it's next week. It's uh, okay. it's a fight night. It has Derek Lewis though. And Derek Lewis is a fan favorite. So yep. <laughs> it is one. It is one of people on their butts. Mm-hmm. His balls are hot. There was a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff with it, but um, no, it's, this is, should be an exciting one, and and I'm gonna watch it. But I think a lot of I think there's only two matches to me that isn't really predictable. That John but, Jones one is on the uh, the fourth, and you know, let's go to our biggest John Jones fan, Joel Johnson. What a garbage! I don't I don't know what he's done recently, but still launch him to the sun. I everything don't. with that card is just an absolute disaster of how it came about we could talk about dana white and slap fight and everything but we'll save it but uh, yeah so they're going against uh uh Derek lewis on that card uh, i i'd love to say i knew some more of these ufc guys but i i have a handful of names i've kind of fallen out of of following ufc uh, as I'll, much as I I'll say this i think both uh, uh funny enough i think this movie knock at the cabin is going to be so massive and do such massive box office this weekend i think it helps both ufc and nxt and a lot of other things too like i think this movie is going to be huge so that's my prediction yeah dave batista good for dave batista mm-hmm. yeah. best wrestler turned after yes he is all right um oh, terry funk terry funk <laughs> roadhouse roadhouse yes well no Roadhouse, uh, wasn't it Big John Stud? Yep. Yeah, no, that was a performance. Did I miss any right. any 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 news that happened this week, guys? Vince got sued again. Oh, he got. I missed. I missed that. He got sued again. Yeah, he got sued again. Yeah, it's a regular thing. Just every yeah. week. <laughs> just, just just copy copy and paste each week that one soundbite, and you'll be good. Uh. My favorite thing, I'll, I'll end on this. My favorite thing this week was David was catching up on Mania and watching the WrestleMania press conference and seeing David Bickenspan absolutely lose his shit on Twitter that nobody asked a serious question. Uh, what speaking of serious questions, mm-hmm. speaking of serious questions, how about our inside sources, our exclusive yeah. inside oh, right. sources? Any, Has any of them have responded? Fortunately, no. They're pretty good usually. Well, for Dave, I mean, for Dave, it's still like, it's still like only in the West Coast. It's uh, he usually goes to bed at four in the morning on the West Coast. So yeah, so like, come on, Dave. I mean, he could be re- he. They could be recording. They just could just be ending up the AW show right now. Same with Pollock. Same with John Rossap. So we probably caught them in the middle of the Dynamite recap. So in other words, what you're saying is they're stealing our scoop. They're talking about this right now on their show. They're stealing Thanks it on to there. you. Wait up, listen- at Josh. <laughs> if we listen to Observer or Fightful or Post Wrestling tomorrow, and we hear like, hey, I didn't think about this, then we know. No. That was a good Senator, pull, though, by Senator, though. His due. We will make sure that he gets his due. due. We will make sure that he gets his due. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. It was a fantastic uh, week for the Rumble, and we are on the road to WrestleMania. Um, and uh, we'll be back with the 7K Pick podcast uh, coming up here with Super Bowl stuff. Morton, we'll get you on there to talk about some uh, some football stuff oh, here as we get good, ready to good. go. I love we talking got, football. We got props also, and everything to go. Yeah, go ahead. Also, I will say this. Uh, I forgot to tell you, Josh, so I might as well tell you while we record. Um, 
one of my friends who's a huge uh, Eagles fan mm-hmm. who listens to the 7K Pick podcast every week got mad at me because I did not choose the Eagles. And Neither so one of us he messaged did. me and said he is showing I up did. on the next episode bring it. To, to bring his Philly love over there. So, so we're, And that's Kino from the Not So Soft Pod. So he is uh, ready to go. Yeah, I got a... I got a message saying like, wow, Josh, I know you idolize Bill Simmons, but you guys are doing exactly what the ringer does and don't talk about Philly winning at all. Like, okay. (laughs) Maybe, you know, maybe Philly, you know, I don't want to give them the ring just yet. You know, it'd be nice if the other team had a quarterback. Maybe that would have been nice, but we'll save that for the 7K uh, pick podcast. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, folks. Cheers. Cheers.